Hey everybody, Matt Knotts from the Anomaly Presents podcast, inviting you to join us for the Anomaly Film Festival. It's our fourth edition, November 3rd through the 6th, at the historic Little Theater in Rochester, New York. We've got so much great stuff for you. Tons of films you've never seen before. One you may have seen before, but never quite like this. That's Friday the 13th, 3 in 3D, amongst many other great surprises. It's the Anomaly Film Fest, anomalyfilmfest.com, November 3rd through 6th. We'll see you there. Hello there. I'm an important British actor. You're listening to the Beer Review Journal on the Lunchador Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Knotts and McKenneth Blue. Enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Beer Reviewed Journal, a beer podcast for the discerning and vibest. I am your friendly neighborhood bartender, McKenneth Blue. And hang on a sec. I got to go rock a piss. My name's Matt Knotts. Deja vu. That's a shout out for everybody that listened to the last episode. The the Rochester Real Beer Expo brought to you by Joel McBain and all of the quality brewers of New York State and beyond. Uh, the place where I, I decided to go after I adjusted my blood pressure medication, which made me a urine sprinkler for the duration of it. Um, yes. that episode brought to you by Joe Bain and also Matt's thimble sized bladder. Yeah. It was like, it was terrible. Yeah. I had gone two times before I ran into you. Jesus Christ. I just listened to that mini. So on the way to work this morning, that means that in the space of what, five hours you pissed as many times if not more ish yeah i mean i did in fairness i had just gotten back from the little we decorated for the uh saturday night rewind back to the future extravaganza in Um, fairness so i i had had a couple bottles of that good good mountain spring water that only little delivers um and then i got a, a uber by the way the uber was a chevy bolt oh have you ever ridden in a Chevy Bolt? No, I've sh- I've driven in a Chevy Spark. Chevy Bolt is a delightful little car. I kind of want one after that. It was great. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah. I- I'm. Uh, uh, it's good to know. I'm. I'm not currently shopping for a new car, but but I do want one. Um, because even my little Nissan Sentra <laughs> now costs fifty dollars to to fill up. Thanks, Obama. I, um, I looked into it. Do you know how much it costs to fill up the the Volt or the Bolt? probably nothing because it's an electric vehicle well i mean electricity costs money but like three dollars oh ish hmm. so the, you know the the future is electric thomas edison passes the savings on to you um yeah so this is the beer review journal ostensibly a beer review podcast for the discerning imbibist i think that's your line but i said it anyway yeah uh, it sounds good when you say it too that's the benefit of just having a good line um that that's what i find Tonight's episode is going to be brought to you by Hay Fever. Hay Fever. <laughs> it it looked like a, a yawn, so I was trying to vamp a little bit. No, that was back-to-back <coughs> sneezes. Um, um, it's going to be a very, very visceral episode. You're going to hear a lot of sniffle snorts because I can't be fucked to edit them out. So good luck to you, dear listeners. Um, yeah. You're like one of the seven dwarves. Snorty. 
And I, I'm um, coffee. Man, I'm thirsty. We got any coffee back there? No, but we do have a beers. And you know what's special about these beers, Matt, is uh, they've been sitting in our fridges uh, since you had COVID and I was pooping my brains out. Um, these are finally the beers that we're going to do. They are the ones my wife brought back from uh, her most recent trip to visit her brother in Maryland. In honor of Pride Month, it's Baltimore's finest beers. Shout out to our good friend, John Waters. Uh, filth, uh, filth is my politics. And uh, beer is my beverage of choice tonight. You like that? I'm all over it tonight. Uh, that that was something. I got I got the juices flowing. I, I didn't know that John Waters was from uh, from Maryland. From Baltimore, hun. Baltimore, hun. Who doesn't love Baltimore, hun? Everybody loves Baltimore. Oh, I love Baltimore. So uh, that yeah. So did we did we do it finally? Did we get some natty bow? <laughs> we did get not get some natty bow. What we do have. Uh, are two beers from uh, our favorite uh, brewery in Baltimore. Uh, that is Duclaw. 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 And the first one that we are going to try this evening, uh, I, I should say the, the third beer that we are having is from uh, the, the lovely Commonwealth of uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Uh, vote for John Fetterman this November. That's right. Um, but two of the beers that we're drinking are from Maryland, and they are both Duclaws. Duclaw. Uh, we had Duclaw. We had a great time with the uh, Bomb Pop Sour last year. Um, and this year, we're going to start off with the Blackberry Ballad, uh, Blackberry Lemonade Hopped Sour. We decided we liked the sour so much, we'd say one more again and go back for another sour. It's the Blackberry Lemonade Hopped Sour. Ale with lactose and blackberry and Meyer lemon. That's true. All right. And um, for those playing along at home, uh, this can, all of the little text is in the NASA worm font. That's right. Yeah. That's right, McKenneth. Guess what? You know what else there is on this beer? What's that? Can copy. It's on the side, so (gasps) I can't open it yet. So why don't you grip it and rip it, and I will read our can copy, and then I'll I'll pour mine. And a three, two, one. No, no, this one's hard to f- fucking open. I forgot that. I actually need to grab a thing. Why are you such a wiener? Just hit the little end on it and push it up. I did. Get it this, together. These cans are particularly tight. I'll give you a tight These can. cans are like a... <laughs> <laughs> I love when McKenna self-censors. <laughs> it happens so rarely. It's, it's like a double I was just rainbow. Try- I was just trying to decide what offensive age is the least offensive age and i couldn't come up with it very quickly listeners be thankful or don't write your own joke hurry up and open what, that what was beer. that what was that doctor's name larry craig is that his name well that was wasn't that wide stance larry craig oh that was okay so what what was the doctor's name from the olympic team oh no larry nasser we're not yeah, what, we're not doing larry nasser jokes come on this is tight <laughs> All right, so there's a flag button on the board. Go, go ahead and hit that. <laughs> yeah. All right, so grip it and rip it, baby. We wanted to know what love is, so we made a brew to belt your heart out to. With a harmonious balance of blackberry and lemon, let your senses sing along to a delicate duet of sweet yet sour sips. Pour a tall glass to see a vibrant hue that pairs perfectly with purple rain. So go ahead, 
grab the karaoke mic and we'll stand by you faithfully. A lot of, a lot of little, uh, little nods to some ballads in there, eh? Like a lot of little, little head yeah, nods. Per- particularly the eighties ballads, which uh, goes along with the vapor wave, exte- uh, the vapor wave aesthetic, vapor wave can. espresso of it all. Yes. Yes. Um, by the way, I just want to say shout out to my own manual dexterity to that. I didn't need a tool to open the thing. I just pushed on the, the tab, you know, like a person does instead of the ape who had to get a tool out to open his. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it pours kind of a, uh, ambery purple. That's not true. That was a very mean thing for me to say. I love you, McKenna. I didn't mean to call you an ape. Uh, suck a dick. So anyway, so this is kind of a purpley orangey color, too orangey for crows probably. And, uh, yeah. let's see, get a snoot full. Oh, it definitely smells like lemonade. Yep. I'm, I'm curious to see what you think of the taste of that one. Mayonnaise. That cool, refreshing drink. Mm. 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 It's, um, that's some, that's a taste. That's some blackberry in there. It's got some hints of palm olive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a, a beer that I have had. Mm-hmm. Uh, an interesting thing about this on the can, there is a QR code that is a questionable rat tail code on the uh, the side of the can. Uh, point your phone camera here for a musical beer pairing. So I did. And McKenneth, we're going to play a game. Okay. Have you, have you looked at this... Uh, Musical beer pairing. I, I have not. I okay. have not done the QR code. So we're gonna play a game. Okay. I'm gonna give you an artist. See if you can guess the song on the playlist. Okay. For Blackberry Ballad from Duclaw, we'll start with Leonard Skinnerd. Leonard Skinnerd. Uh, Tuesday's gone. That's not Tuesday's gone. That would be the ballad of Curtis Lowe. Ah, okay. That that I think man. I see what they're doing. Uh so this is a good start, right? It's a good start. Getting after yeah. it. Um okay. so now, so now let me ask you this, sir. Mm-hmm. What song by Survivor is on this list? Survivor. Hmm. Eye of the Tiger. That is High on You by Survivor. Are you seeing a pattern yet? Um, bad songs? Okay, so he- here's here's the next one. I think you can get it. Okay. My Chemical Romance. What My oh, Chemical what? Romance song is on this playlist? What? My Chemical... Um, fuck me. Um, it's not that one. I, I write something... I, I actively dislike that band, so. So I, I think you can see where we're going here. It's uh, it's it's songs that you definitely think would be on this playlist, right? Uh, let's see. So for a last one, for a last one, what Led Zeppelin song is on this playlist? Oh, the 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 crunch. What? 
as much as we can legally play of that song. Yeah. Uh, That's a very bizarre playlist. Blackberry Ballad. Uh, let's go through the list here. Uh, Depeche Mode Personal Jesus is the first one on the list. Hmm. Uh, the Ballad of Curtis Lowe. Oh, Sherry by Steve Perry. Scar Tissue. Um, by the, the Red Hot. From Tony Kiedis and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, Everybody Hurts from R.E.M. Panama by uh, Van Halen. Uh, Home Sweet Home from Motley Crue. This is a, a chuck full of bangers, huh? Yeah. Um, do you know the story of Panama? Uh, is it like Kokomo? No. Oh. Um, some uh, journalists said that, you know, Van Halen sucked because all they did was write songs about girls and cars. And it occurred to the members of Van Halen that they'd never actually written a song about a car. So they wrote Panama, which is about a car. Huh. And then the joke was on everybody because then they hired uh, Sammy Hagar, mm-hmm. who all he does is write about cars and tequila. Yep. And his inability to maintain a sensible speed on the road. Uh-huh. Which is why I love the Minutemen so much. In response to that, that's why they recorded Double Nickels on the Dime. Good gravy. We can drive 55. We'll just make music that's better than yours. <laughs> right. Uh, so we'll, we'll close out the playlist bit with this. The A number one banger. It's very of our time. It's, uh, it's Kate Bush's hit that she's got out right now. Uh, thanks to the, the hit from Netflix. Were they worried that they were going to have to like pay royalties or something? And and if they were, how did they get fucking uh, goddamn stairway? <laughs> stairway Hotel California and everybody wants to rule the world, along with Bohemian Rhapsody, is on this fucking playlist. And then it's like the B sides for a bunch of them, and a Sparks song of all things, which I love Sparks, so great. But sure. And you know what's I, weird about this? Uh, hmm, I don't what. A Day to Remember is on here twice. Okay. The same song, one live. Very odd. That's bizarre. What is? What even is this playlist? Like, I don't get me wrong. I enjoy their beers most of the time. N- I'll be honest, not so much this one. Um, but th- this is a very strange playlist, Duke Claw. I do not understand it. I... I, I uh, theoretically, I will put it in the show notes. I most certainly will not. But uh, if you want to look for it yourself, it's on Spotify. It's called Blackberry Ballad, uh, you know, or I'll just take a picture of the QR code and put it on our, our BRJ uh, Instagram, by which I mean, hey, McKenneth, you want to do that. And mm-hmm. um, and you can take a look at this and see what what application you would use this playlist for. I can't think of a one, <laughs> like, except to confuse people, confuse friends, like, I, I mean, I like some of these bands that you're picking. I just, you know, your song choices are a little esoteric. The, the songs are, yeah, because it's not deep cuts. They're they're hits, but they're not the hit that you would want to hear. Yeah. It's like if, you know, you're making a ballad playlist and and you put a, put a song by Mr. Big on it, but it's not, you know, yeah the one who wants to be with you. Yeah. Is that Mr. Big or is that yeah, Mr. Right. Mister? Okay, thank God, because... I didn't want to repeat that bit. I would love if there was a super group called Mr. Mr. Big. <laughs> uh, I'm the one who wants to take these broken wings. 
So if you have your bingo cards out, folks, that is a reference to every singer from Van Halen. We had David Lee Roth, we had Sammy Hagar, and we also had Gary Sharon, all within the first 20 minutes of this episode of Beer Review Journal. Uh, I know that if you were on uh, CaesarsPalaceSportsBets.com, uh, we did have that up there as a prop bet. How long will it take them to mention all three singers of, uh, of Van Halen? And I think it was at even money. So yeah. you win some, you lose some. It, but it wasn't at Eddie money. No, he was not in Van Halen. No, um, but but it, his name sounds kind of like even money. Eddie Money loved Rochester. I know he did. I think his musical debuted here. Probably. He was on John DeTulio's show a bunch of times, and Jess met him. He's she said he was nice. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. He he. Uh, whenever he played the the racetrack, he was a big fan of the security team there because he was an ex cop. That I don't know if you know that. If you stood still long enough, he would tell you. Um, I think he's dead now, right? I believe he is. Yeah. So, uh, RIP to Eddie Money. He cashed in those two tickets to Paradise. Yeah. When are we leaving? By the dashboard light. Ah, with Phil Rizzuto. So this has been Blackberry Ballad. I still have a little bit of it. Um, yeah. It is. Um, uh, it's a beer. Uh, here's the thing, guys. It's not very good. Yeah. It's I. It, it's kind of soapy. Yeah. Um. I wish it was a little better. Yeah. It, here's my thing. I think that if it was not hopped, this would be a, a very, you know, serviceable yeah. uh, blackberry lemonade sour. It, it would be tasty. Um, but that the hoppiness is just working. Uh, it, it's pulling everything it can to just demolish the drinkability of this beer. It's true. It's true. Sad to say. Yeah. So sad to say. Say money, money, Boston's. I I did drink. The other four that uh, came in this six pack. <laughs> My math was terrible for a minute. I was like, other four? I have one. It was a five pack. So. That's no, it was a six pack and that, I drank the other ones. And ugh. Yeah. So if anybody's wondering where Matt's brain is at tonight, there you go. Yeah. Object permanence is no longer a thing. Yep. Yeah. Um. Listen, guys, uh, the uh, the sour, uh, super sour me, uh, bomb pop, whatever. I think that's what it was called. Yeah, it was tasty. That one was so good. Um, this one, I, I don't know. To me, hoppiness, the the bitter hoppiness, uh, piney hoppiness, and the sourness, they, they just don't mix. Um, not a fan. Yeah, it's... Why weren't you taking our weekly picture on that one? Uh, well, currently, you look like that painting that Cameron was staring at in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. As do you. That's very pointillist. Oh. Hmm. That reminds me. I have a new router in my backpack. I should probably set up tonight. <laughs> uh, might be a, a good idea that this is kind of what you've looked like the last couple weeks. Um, oddly, before we started recording, you looked crystal clear. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Zencaster, who's been uh, increasingly shitty over the past few weeks. Oh, that's sad to hear. Yeah, I'm. Uh, we we may be pivoting to a Zoom based a, uh, a Zoom call uh, recording program. We we did that for punches and popcorn when we had the uh, the great Grady Hendrix and Chris Pajoli on. Yeah. Um. Shout it's out to those guys. Uh, I think uh, we've got a crossover episode with those guys coming up. Uh, Drunken Master. 
mm-hmm. at some point. You and me sometime in the next few weeks, I think. Yeah. Uh, which means I have to find a, a streaming service that has Drunken Master on it. I mean, we could always just do it old school and you could come over and, and we could watch it together. Oh, there is that. You know, we could have a couple beers, cuddle up on the couch. Mm. Can decide who wants to be the big spoon. Uh, yeah, that that's kind of my thing. The big spoon, man. We're gonna yeah. have to fight over that. Mm. This is this is where we break up. This is where the mega powers collide. <laughs> Both boys like to be the big spoon. This is where I lose my suit, and then I get the black suit that's actually an alien that makes me super aggressive. I would love to see a super aggressive McKenna. I don't know what that would look like. <laughs> Just like 200% more scowling? <laughs> Pretty much. It, it would be like me, but occasionally I'd be like, no. Uh, mm. uh, yeah. No, I, I don't agree. <laughs> I'd just occasionally be disagreeable. <laughs> <laughs> just like, mm. you know, uh, just, just slightly more ambivalent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't think I can get much more ambivalent, Matt. Like, <laughs> I love the idea of you being just a little bit more ambivalent, but still just having the bangs coming across your eyes, like like Toby, <laughs> Toby Maguire, Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. So you look that like was... uh, Gerard Way from uh, My Chemical Romance. <laughs> I'm still on. How, why is My Chemical Romance in that playlist? Like. What does that have to do with like 80s ballads? I kind of want to reach out to them on Twitter and just be like, yo, what's up with this playlist? Can you explain explain to me what this is? This playlist kind of sucks. I don't but wanna, then again, it's fitting because the beer also kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't want to color it by telling them it sucks. But what yeah. I do want to do is just be like, yo, what was this? What was the inspiration? This is a, a giant brewery. That playlist has 67 likes. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, no, they just make insane playlists. Whoever whoever curates their shit is shit for taste musically. Um so they have another one for oh man, whoever did this. Is it data remember? Do they own this brewery? I don't holy shit. I don't know. Every playlist has a data remember song on there. Hmm. Maybe they just really like that song. You know, maybe Maybe they're the meaning in their life. They're the inspiration. I'm dying to know why they're... Why? Why? Pardon me as I go down a rabbit hole trying to figure out why Dewclaw has a crazy heart on for a day to remember. Are they from... Um, Are they from Baltimore? Baltimore? That's a good question. This is the most I've ever thought about that band. I don't know who they are. Uh no, they're from Ocala, Florida. They're like a, uh, they're a metalcore band, kind of, kind of, hmm. but like, I don't know. I don't and know. if I search Baltimore <laughs> on their Wikipedia page, nothing comes up. Maryland, nothing. No, they're from Florida. I understand that, but maybe like they have a lot of fans in Maryland or, or something like I'm just trying to think of things, Matt. Yeah, they describe themselves as a pop-punk hardcore band. Hmm. Well, their singer is from Gainesville, Florida. And nothing make my, makes my nuts hurt worse than that. Um, so they have another playlist with A Day to Remember, Johnny Nash, Paul Simon, Brian Eno, and Vampire Weekend on it. 
Okay, so towards the back half of that, I was kind of getting into it. Uh, they have another one for their mango coconut hopped sour. That's got, uh oh. What? Uh, uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival, The Doors, Gucci Mane, Alabama 3, and America on it. I think these people just don't know how to curate a playlist. I- I'm starting to think there's a, a good chance of that. I mean, I do like some of the bands, but um, yeah. Here's what we're going to do, McKenneth. We're going to put our money where our mouths are. And we're going to create a couple of beer drinking playlists. Okay. I, my suggestion is maybe we do one for me and one for you. I'll do one, you do the other. Mm-hmm. And then compare. Sure. So look out for those coming soon from the BRJ. Some some drinking songs. Drinking songs from the boys. Um, yeah, because I feel like we can do better. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, okay. So, I mean, right off the top of my head. I love this bar. Um, I mean, there's all you have to do is put a whole Toby Keith record on there and you're all set. Exactly. Uh, She thinks my tractor's sexy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Fancy like, Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) That is. Yeah. But, by the way, I sent this to you earlier. I just need to share this with our entire podcast audience because it makes me laugh. I don't know why it got me the way it did, but just the, the Law & Order sting in there just really made me happy. The, the next time that that we play Law and Order on the show. That's what we're going to use. Yeah, that, that's the new intro. Uh-huh. Good. <laughs> that was, uh, which one was that that you sent me? <laughs> that was the second one. Oh, okay. I didn't have a chance to watch that one yet. The 13% ABV. Yeah. We may just pivot this whole show to TikTok. I feel like that's going to yeah. be a better way to go. I feel like we get more engagement. Possibly. Uh, we should probably take a break though, rinse our glasses and come back with uh, another like beer. Church. That's get probably this, a good idea. Get this fucking taste out of our mouths. Yeah, let's do that. Duclaw, I love you, but God, man, just back to formula with this one. Duclaw, more like do better. <laughs> oh, we'll be right back. <laughs> And we are back from the bar, and uh, as promised, we have another beer. Uh, this one's also a Duclaw. 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 And this time it is uh, a West Coast IPA. A kind of fancy thing for uh, a place in Baltimore to have. It's the West Coast of Baltimore. Yeah, the West Coast of Baltimore. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and crack this one. Guess what? What? We got Can't Copy Baby. Catch good vibes on the Golden Coast line with this mellow and multi brew jam packed with ci- juicy citrus and pine hops. Soak up the sunny rays as you bask in the scent of apricot, orange, and red grapefruit. Raise a can as we toast to a new coast. That, that's a thing that a person could say about this beer. I raised my can because I just sneezed real hard. <laughs> you're you're getting very good with the uh, the mute button there because I did not I didn't hear it. Uh oh, I got a bunch of water in the bottom of the glass. Years of 
practice uh, muting yourself for when you're blowing rails in between guests speaking. That's right. Just like all the old school DJs of yore. Hey, it's me, Bad Nods. <laughs> Welcome back. We got uh, your two for Tuesday, and uh, it's uh, get out the lead, get the lead out. It's me, cousin, cousin Brucey, Rodney on the Rock, Carol, what's her nuts, the Nightbird, mm. Allison Steele. These are all DJs. Those those sound like DJ names. E Man. Uh, that that was later on. I was talking about all the old rock and roll radio guys and ladies. Wolfman Hot Dog. Wolfman Hot Dog. Jism Jake. Hey, it, hey guys, it's me, Hot Dog. I'm, I'm a world Jism famous. Jake. I'm a world famous uh, uh, water skier. I'm here in the traffic copter. It's uh, five after the hour of eight a.m. We're uh, over the one o five, and it looks like things are smooth sailing. Except the uh, Oscar Mayer Wienermobile has jackknife. There's mustard and blood all over the road. Uh, being, being told that's ketchup. No, that's uh, it's most definitely blood. I I see the uh, the arm uh, separated from the, the the driver. It's a real. I think I'm gonna. Be, and that was the end of uh, Jism Jake. Ugh. So we've uh, got a West Coast IPA here from Chopper an East Coast. In the sky, Vic Morrowed a couple people on the street. That was the end of that. Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus, man. You're not the only one that can be edgy, motherfucker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I'm proud of you for that one, Matt. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I give that uh, I give that one Bud Dwyer. Hey, nice shot. That's why I say that. Um, We've talked about that. There's a really good remix of that on the... Uh, I think the Dust Brothers did it. Might be the, um, the Nickelback remix. It's very good. Yes, you uh, you played it on the show. I did. One of our first episodes. Um, actually, I believe that was one with Uncle Bruce's liquor. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's the all-time classic. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. I, I say Uncle Bruce. Crazy, crazy Bruce's Bruce. liquor. Runner, burger, burger, burger. Woof, woof, woof. So let's drink this beer. Let's do it. Now that, Matt, is... That's damn tasty. Yes. They did not fuck this one up. That is a West Coast IPA the way I like them. Exactly. This is quite nice. It's piney. Uh, It does have some malty. Nice caramel. Mm -hmm. Balanced with the malt. Or balanced with the... The pine, a little bit of the the fruit they were talking about. I definitely get the grapefruit and the orange. Mm-hmm. It's it as as friend of the show James Robson would say, it's a lovely beer. It is. It is. It's uh, it's got the apricot in it. He would say, it's a lovely beer. <laughs> in it. Oh no! Oh. It's a lovely beer. Why? Why are you <laughs> again? Now, now, now he's a kiwi. I don't know how this keeps happening. Well, the thing of it is, <laughs> now, now you sound like Bluey's dad. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh uh, yeah, that's me. Antipathy and asshole. Mm. Yeah, pure pure gold. Yeah, West good. Coast IPA. That's good. Piney, malty, citrusy for days. Yeah. 
good on you. I'm here. Here's what I'm going to do. Do claw, do bomb more like. Yeah. Three cheers for Declaw. Hip, hip, hooray. I feel like I'm stealing Dave Hill's bit, just sniffling into a microphone. <laughs> um, also, the can art I enjoy. Uh, you'll see it on the, the Instagram. Um, it's it's almost got like a little bit of a, uh, a J.R.R. Tolkien uh, vibe to it. What? J.R.R. Tolkien, Who's the that? Hobbit. No, never heard of it. Oh. Um, Is that a, a book? Mm-hmm. Hmm, never heard of it. Hmm. Never heard of a book? Nope. Then why did you say book? Book. Book. Is it because you're a fan of uh, the Harrison Ford feature Witness? Never heard of it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's got Lucas Haas and, and Harrison Ford. Is that the one with the pinball machine? No, it's the one with the Amish people. Oh, okay. And then, uh, <laughs> and then Bruce Willis comes back in time and shoots himself. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I popped you that hard on that. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Makes me happy. Well, that's that's what happens when I have two cream ales before you re- record. Before we record. and then we have a seven percent beer, followed by another seven percent beer. Yeah, we we planned this one well again. Just well, see, I just knew I had to pregame a little bit. Jess must really like these episodes where we get housed, because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then it's like she doesn't have to kiss me because I smell like beer. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. See, everybody wins. Who wants to kiss me? <laughs> You're drunk. She doesn't have to kiss you. Everybody wins. Yeah, exactly. Everybody kicks a goal. Is there anything on the bottom of this can? Um, uh, just beer inside of it. Good job, Matt. Yeah. Nope. Okay. It's a. Uh, I like this one. I like beer. I I like beer. I, I still like it. beer. My calendar is clear except for the the Eiffel Tower that I did with with Rocky and and the the human centipede that I had scheduled on July thirty third. But other than that, hmm. um, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I, I was starting to worry a little bit. You're talking about doing Eiffel Towers with Rocky and Bullwinkle. That Bullwinkle's a good sport. So if you were, if you were Eiffel Tower, like, like is Rocky being Eiffel Towered by you and Bullwinkle? You know what? In that scenario? This is radio, theater of the mind. Whatever you want it to be is how it goes. No, I really need to know what you were picturing. I just threw it out there. I'm just free associating. Who Who's getting airtight? Is it you or Rocky or Bullwinkle? It's up to you, dude. I'm not that imaginative. You need to tell me. Look, I and, and I guess technically it's not airtight because no one's in the asshole. But I can't be responsible for your half boner. You're going to have to figure it out yourself. Who is who is making the wobbly H? <laughs> oh, God, I don't know if we can keep this. Uh, <laughs> yes, we can. I believe in it. I don't care. Why? Why would we not be able? This is far from the worst thing that has even been said this evening. That's true. And nobody's listening, so it's fine. Yeah, uh, we, you know. <sighs> sorry, Stromy. I'm I, sorry you had to hear that. Josh, I hope you're not listening to this like while doing dishes without headphones on. <laughs> Why are they? They really offended <laughs> by the the idea of a a three way where one person is 
you know, in the mouth and the others in an orifice, a, a, what, a genital orifice with Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. See, the thing is you have to use your imagination because Rocky's a flying squirrel. Yeah. Now and just, a lady. I just opened up all that's, you don't know that. I don't yes, think that I was do. ever disclosed. I'm pretty sure it was. I mean, June Foray did the voice. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. I'm Googling it. Was. But I don't think Rocket J. Squirrel. Rocky a girl. No, one of the two male protagonists. Oh. Well. Come on, dude. Okay. Well, that that's fair. I was wrong. But at least now we know it's all assholes. So. Much like who? this show. <laughs> but I'm bummed. This is this is something tonight. <laughs> I, I uh, yeah. <laughs> this is the first time I've done a show at the edge of sanity, so this has been fun. You're you're in the mouth of madness, like Sam Neil. Basically. Oh man. Except I'm seated, Matt. I I un- I, I get it. Somewhere, Ben Kissel just stood up and ran around his room applauding. <laughs> so so Matt. Yeah. Other than other than the porta potties, what what was yeah. your favorite part of the uh, the uh, Rochester Real Beer Expo? Those French fries I thought <clears throat> were pretty good. <laughs> nice and dry, just the way I like them. They, those were not dry. No, I mean, they, they were, just like, weren't greasy. They weren't dunked in gravy and covered in glitter. Like no, they were just nice fries. Sometimes it's so, all you need. I feel like I have to defend myself because you besmirched my honor by talking about how I only ordered regular fries. And the reason for that is sometimes you don't want all the, the accoutrement. You just want some fries. Would I have turned down some curry sauce? You know I wouldn't have, but they didn't have that. And I didn't want gravy because gravy would have been too heavy. I was already pissing every five minutes. I didn't want to have to take a dump on top of it. Mm, yeah, so here's the thing. No. If, if if you can get poutine, get poutine. Yeah, I live like two minutes down the road from where they serve at the Petite Poutinerie on Elton Street. Oh, it's well, fair enough. It's delicious. It's delightful. If you haven't gone yet, you should go. Yeah. They, they have um, beautiful crushed velvet seats. Uh, They're like lavender. It, um. Yeah. So... Um, Sometimes you just need a French fries. What I'm saying to you, McKenneth Tyson Blue. Speaking of, uh, the the weekend of Father's Day, American Father's Day, which just passed. Yes, a day for American fathers. Yes. And American Um, fathers only. Yes. I I did go uh, to the Genesee Railroad Museum uh, with my parents and my children. Yeah. And, um, uh, do, do you play hoop and stick? No, but not the Genesee country, uh, village and museum. Not Mumford. The, not, not in Mumford in, in rush in rush, New York. Ah, uh, there is a railroad museum Yes, where you can take a train ride and then see where they're restoring some train cars and yeah, they, go up in a couple of cabooses and see how people used to live on the rails. You like that, huh? It was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, Did you see the uh, the monorail? No, they didn't have a monorail. Just they didn't uh, have the monorail for Midtown. No, just two mo- two rails, duo rails. See, they used to have one of the cars from the Christmas monorail from Midtown huh. there because they would loan it to the Spirit of Christmas or whatever the fuck that is down at uh, MLK Park. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know is what I'm saying to you. 
In any case, Matthew, what I'm trying to say is that I was in Rush, New York, which is south of Henrietta. Rush, one of my favorite uh, Mariah Carey songs. See, this is what that monorail looks like. Oh, super, uh, super pixelated. That's that's neat. Um, Put a picture of that up on the Instagram and credit Jason R. Ackerman. The uh, the photo is called Last Christmas at Midtown Three. Hmm. Um, Mission Midtown, Mission Every Day. Anyway, (laughs) anyway. So uh, being that I was in Rush, New York, south of Henrietta, it occurred to me that, uh, you know, that song South of Heaven by Slayer. That's a good one. Jesus fucking Christ. Some distance south of Rush is the town of Livonia. Yeah. And you know what's in Livonia, Matt? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Rising Storm. Oh, yeah. Is that where you went? I did go there with my parents. How'd they enjoy Uh, it? (laughs) <laughs> my mom really enjoyed the chocolate cream I'll bet. that she got. I got the raspberry, or sorry, no, uh, strawberry rhubarb, it was written. Oh. And turned down for what? Yeah. An IPA. Excellent. They were both delightful. But you know what else they had met? They had some poutine. Uh, the poutine there is very good. The poutine there is like kind of better than Le Petit Poutine. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say oh. that. I'm going to say that. This is a hill I'll die on. The petite poutine is the poutine. Petite poutinery. Mm. See, here's the thing. The first poutine I ever had was at New York Fries. So you have taste. Yeah. It's, in it's, Canada. It's the first pizza thing. Yeah. That, that is still the, the best poutine. But like the, the stuff at Rising Storm is really fucking good. You know what it is? It's a beef gravy instead of the, the other gravy that they use for mm-hmm. petite poutine. I'm sure of it. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Also, my mom ordered some uh, fried cheese curds um, separately from the uh, the poutine. Yeah. And those were real good. Kara got the French onion grilled cheese sandwich the one time we were out there, and that was really good. Huh. I think Jess would love that. Yeah. I, I would agree. If she's a French onion soup person, she'll, she'll be she, into it. She is in a big, bad way. Oh, my God. Yeah, she'd tear that up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we got that and I, and I ordered plain fries for the kids because, you know, my daughter, um, those fries are so fucking good. They're so crispy. They are. God damn. Rising Storm's food is delicious. It's the truth. It is. I'm going to say the second best brewery food. Uh, big ditch. Strange bird. Ah, yes. Strange bird. Uh, very good pizza and also macaroni and cheese. Did you get the fries when you were there? Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Those were also quite good. Fries are the best in town. Mm, They are very good. A little, a little on the salty side for my taste, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I can see it. Um, but. Did you try the aioli? I don't like, I I hate mayonnaise, Matt. Oh my God. I fucking hate mayonnaise. Preserved lemon aioli on those fries is heavenly. Dude, it's so good. I fucking hate mayonnaise, and I don't want people to try and force me to like it. It's disgusting. Okay. Eggs and oil. Like, ugh. When you break anything down to its components, it sounds disgusting. Oh, I hate cookies. It's just flowers and eggs and sugar. I hate cake. It's just eggs and milk and wheat. Yeah, see, that's exactly it. You're no better than that guy if you say that stuff. That's nutrition. Yeah. See? And my children who'd been oh singing praise to me lied on me. Man, it's 
too hot out there. I was kind of trying to crack the the door for a breeze. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's like opening the oven for a breeze. Yeah. In a minute, I'm gonna have to pop my top because it's hot in here, man. I'm gonna have to tarp off. Ooh, I finally get to find out what sort of thicket Matt Matt Knotts is working with. It's not a thicket. It's it's kind of sparse. Mm, that's but, what I pictured because yeah. I know what I look like with a shirt off. It's sparse, and I've got like. You know how they say people have pepperoni? They're more like cup and char pepperoni nipples. They're just weird looking. They're inverted? I, they can be, depending on the, the temperature. Right now they are, because it's hot. They like to hide. Nice, I see. If it's cold, they come out to play. Ah. They're like hockey we should, players. We should drink another beer. I suppose. I'm not even done with this one yet. I've just been talking shit for an hour. Huh, fair enough. Yeah, but I mean, Heinz fine dry, I guess. I'm going to go ahead and crack this one. Go for it. Uh, is there cake copy on that? Let me look. Oh, he's pouring this. Yep. Oh, I there just is. dropped it, so I'm not going to be able to open it. So good luck to you, sir. Ooh. It's a double chocolate milk stout from our good friends at Lancaster Brewing. Lancaster, if you're nasty. Uh, don't miss out on the intense roasted malt, silky smooth mouthfeel, subtle sweetness, and velvety chocolate goodness of the double chocolate milk stout. I got a very juicy mouth right now. We've gone over the top with more malt, the envision of cacao nibs, and pure chocolate for a truly mind-blowing experience in beer. Pour in a pint glass, color black, 6.8 alcohol by volume. It's a 18 original gravity, 33 IBU, and this is from Lancaster they actually Brewing. Pro- they- they provide the original gravity on that one, huh? Yeah, it's the OG. I'm surprised they don't give the uh, the SRM on it. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it's 40 plus. Probably. Um, so yeah, it's that double cho- chocolate milk stout from Lancaster Brewing for that ass. <sighs> I'm not going to open it right now because I cannot breathe. <sighs> I'm kind of getting in the same spot. Um, I don't know what it is about this time of year, like. Uh, it's a lot better this year than it was the last couple where I was coughing every five seconds. Yeah. But again, I think that's just because I, I got COVID before everybody else. That was the Rona. Yeah. Um, but all the, then again, we did get a new, uh, in, in the last two years, we've replaced our air conditioner and our furnace. So we've got a new humidifier on the, uh, the, the setup there. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we did the same thing, and it's supposed to have an air purifier in it because that was like the big thing when we got it. It was like HIPAA, HIPAA filter, and it's got some sort of like UV light purifier. It's got a HIPAA filter, so it stops anybody from sharing your personal uh, medical information. It's got a hippie filter. It makes sure we don't play the Grateful Dead in this fucking house. <laughs> uh, as soon as it hears touch of gray, it just gets real hot. That's what my friend Ben needs is a hippie filter. <laughs> Although I, I I like I like Touch of Grey. That's like one of the few <laughs> Grateful Dead songs I like. So, uh, speaking of, actually, a pretty fucking good beer from Rising Storm. Yeah, that I tried at the uh, the Expo. There you go. I don't think yeah. I made it to Rising Storm at the Expo. <laughs> it, brewery of the festival for this cat. There's enough other stuff there that I I don't get to try on a regular basis. I know. I tried 27 beers. It's just like three of them were from Rising Storm. I had to go to the Vale and get uh, Master Shredder. Yes. Because I love the Vale, as we've established. The Vale had really fucking good stuff. 
They're so good. Like, I mean, I've had crucial taunt, but part of me wanted to like go back up there and be like, can I have some, please, sir, I'd like some crucial taunt. I'm not going to lie. I did that like five minutes after I got there. As soon as I figured <laughs> out where they were, I was like, oh shit, crucial taunt. Yes, please. Fill the man up, in my the back is ready to crack as he raises his hand to the sky. Big Ditch was handing out gimmicks all night. That was pretty sweet. I got a nice uh, Big Ditch koozie out of it. Yeah. I, I'm still kicking myself because uh, K2 had those fucking awesome uh, Rochester logo stickers. Yeah. And like I wasn't, I was in line for other half, not for K2. So yeah. I was like, eh, I can't, I can't steal one of those. Sure you can. And then when I, by the time I went back, all of those were gone. They just had their regular logo stickers out, which I already have. So, so. for future reference, if, if and when we do that again. If you see Mm -hmm. gimmicks on the table, get your pour from whatever brewery it is, sip on it, talk to the guy, snag the gimmick, finish the beer, refill your cup, and move on with your day. I still say next one of those we go to, I don't care. I'm going to walk up to these people and just ask them stupid shit. I'm fine. For the show. That's fine. I'm sure they'd they'd be down as long as you're not taking up too much time and there's not a line behind you. I know, but like that, that, first, that is not what you said when we were there. The, well, because you, you were like, please don't because it was busy and loud. It would have been difficult. I, I understand. If if we go in for VIP next time together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hell yes. Yes. Uh, hi, McKenna Blue from the Beer Reviewed Journal. Uh, what's your what, what's your favorite movie? Yeah. If you fart in space, it push you backward. Um. Yeah, I mean. I had a completely nonsense conversation with Mika from Strange Bird. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, that's fun. It was just very stupid. He's a nice guy. But it was just, <laughs> you know, I, I think it was basically the, the placating the drunk kind of conversation that he expected to have, but I wasn't that drunk, so it was good. Hmm. Yeah, so you can have a good time. A lot of times, the people that are pouring those are just like the distributor's employees, mm-hmm. so like Right Beverage or Lake Beverage. Like the people for... Um, for Hill Farmstead, we're both from, I want to say it was Ripe Beverage. Oh. So it's not the actual brewer. Some cases it is, like like Mika for, for Strange Bird. But. Who were who the people from Big Ditch? Because I think I gave them a sticker. Uh, no, that was Big Ditch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. So long as I didn't give it to like some, some fucking plebeian nobody. Yeah, no, that was Big Ditch because that was like their... <laughs> Their GM, because he was pulling out all sorts of gimmicks and shit and throwing them all over the top of the the jockey box. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I just I grabbed one of their giant fuck off stickers. Yeah, I grabbed that cozy. Uh, I was gonna get a, 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 a what do you call them bottle bottle capper um, mm-hmm. bottle opener bottle opener. Yeah, one of them things. But mm-hmm. I decided not to because how many bottles do I open anymore? Hmm. Not that many. We do drink a lot of cans. I mean, it does have that little hook thing that you can slide up underneath if you're like McKenneth and don't have the dexterity to open a can. It's uh, not a question of dexterity, you fucking cunt. It's a <laughs> question of uh, fingernail not being ripped off ability. Uh, yeah, I know. So you know if you push down on the end of it, it pops it up and you can get up underneath it, right? So, man, are you uh, able to open this one yet? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay, because I would like to drink it. I, I'm sitting here smelling it as it's warming. Just drink it, would you? I this is this is not the thing that we have agreed to. This is mutually assured destruction. Is, I know. I know. Like you know, it, it's we have a process that we follow, and I can't 
deviate. Trust the process. <laughs> even Mr. even though I'm a deviant. Yes, you are. So uh, July 14th, I believe it is, training camp tickets uh, for the Bills go uh, go public. I'm fixing to go on the, the Friday one that they have. Uh, wait, wait, I think there's more than one Friday. No, there's just the one. It's like the 29th, 28th. Hmm. If I can get you a ticket, you want me to? Oh, I'm I'm going to get tickets. Are you taking the the kids? Uh, probably gonna try to the 29th of July. I think that's what it is. Whatever that Friday is. Yeah. Yep. Friday the 29th. I guess there is the only one. There's also the 30th, which is a Saturday. Isn't that the one they're playing at Highmark though? Uh, no, that's Friday, August 5th. Okay. Yeah, Saturdays I think are going to be overrun though. See, every time I question Jess about it, she's like, no, they never sell out. It's because they sucked shit when she she was dealing with it. This is what I'm saying. Part of me is like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? What am I going to do? I'm going to go and look at Rob Johnson underthrow people? Fuck that shit. I'm not going to that. I got to see Trent Edwards try to throw a swing pass? Get fucked. I'm not doing that. But now they like they hit they look like a football team, so you gotta go. Yeah. My mom made fun of me about this on Father's Day, by the mm. way. Because I said I was I was looking to take the boy and I asked Josh and my dad if they wanted to come along. And my mom was like, Do you remember when you were a kid and we were up in, in Fredonia and we went to Bill's training camp and you got so mad when you were a kid because it was the Bills? <laughs> and, and not the Eagles. And you hated watching them? I was like, well, number one, yes, because they tore my heart out when they lost that Super Bowl. But number two, like, yeah, I I was frustrated because he didn't really get to see the the players. Like, the, the first string guys only came out for like a minute, and then they were gone. Right. And she was like, yeah, but you could see them eating lunch with their families, sitting around in the... I was like, I was 12. That meant nothing to me. To yeah. me. yeah, it's like, I don't need to see Josh Allen eating a hoagie with his hot girlfriend. Right. <laughs> like... <laughs> I want to see him launch a football across, like, yeah, you know, fucking like 600 feet. Yeah, I want to see him throw it across the fucking throughway. That's what I want to see. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to walk in there and see, like, you know. I, I want to see Stefan Diggs do that funny smile he does. Yeah. I don't need to see, like, Micah Hyde sitting there with his kids. I don't, I'm sure it's lovely. But, yeah. I got my own kid. Like, I know how it, I know what that's like. I, I know yeah. I know what being a dad's like. I don't need to see a football player being a dad. Yeah. I know what I know that that level of suck. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I I can relate to that. I want to see the Superman throw the ball big far. Right, right. While I wear an uncomfortable shirt that's blue. Yeah, I I, I have my um my my Buffalo Benefit Etid shirt coming in the mail, so I'll be wearing that T-shirt to uh to training camp. My Etid Bill shirt. I'm just, I'm gonna wear my Allen jersey. R.I.P. Etid. I, I don't have other places to wear it currently. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, yeah, because I only wore it on Sundays, like uh, last year, and now I work on Sundays, so it's yep. like I can't wear that to work. Uh, well, who? who well, who then knows? again, my managers aren't there. You know, none of the leaders are there on Sundays, so right. mm, I don't know. It's just us. I feel like we could informally just institute that. Just be like, ah, show up dressed for football. Who cares? That and Gene days, like yeah. on Sundays, like yeah, just just don't fucking tell just anybody. Don't talk about stupid it, stupid nerd. Can I tell you? I I worked from home for three years, mm-hmm. 
and I wasn't supposed to work from home. Hmm. It was just, my boss was like, just don't tell Joanne that that's what you're doing and it's fine. She's in Columbus. She'll never know the difference. Yeah, I kind of did that with uh, not taking a lunch. Yeah. For the past like six months. Yeah. And then, uh, then my boss's boss saw me leaving at the yeah. time I normally leave one day and got real pissy about it. Yeah, that didn't go over. Yeah, well. I had to hear whatever. about it. Aw. I don't know why they told me. Like, I can do anything about your behavior. Well, they know they they know your influence over me. I was like, it's like I don't know what you want me. He's an adult. He's my best friend, but he's an adult. Like, <laughs> he makes his own choices. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, and you know what they are? Fucking excellent choices. Right. Talk to his ass about it. I don't want to know. I left on time. And strictly speaking, for a person who did not take a lunch that day, so I also you. left on time. But those are the same dickheads that try to charge you for taking, you know, two hours off at the end of the day if you're on salary. So, eh. ooh, that is chocolate tea. Yeah. Wait, did you just finish that? But that would be awesome, wouldn't it? If I just shotgunned it, <laughs> like, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, it's a, a very chocolatey beer. That is, uh, I didn't even know you'd opened it yet. Yeah. I was being all sly and slick about it. Sly and the family stone. That's right. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, the double chocolate milk stout from Lancaster brewing, uh, in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Incredibly smooth. You know what this would go, go, go really well with? Uh, some cookies. A handful of pretzels. Yeah. That too. The kind of pretzels you can get in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, pretzel skins, I believe they're called. Yeah. Yeah. Was was that, that what was they one. were called? Yeah. Um, you can uh, you can make your own pretzel if you go there as a, a tourist. Hmm. One of my uh, one of my favorite childhood memories was the vacation we took to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and Langhorn, Pennsylvania, hmm. and Hershey, Pennsylvania. We did a whole a whole pencil tuckle. Pencil tucky swing through. That's pretty fun. Uh, I really enjoyed Langmore, Pennsylvania, which is where you um, sell meth yeah. with uh, Jason Bateman. Okay. And he ruins your life. Yeah. Jason Bateman tends to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Langhorn, Pennsylvania is the home of Sesame Place, which is a place that you could take your kids because they're still little enough. Yeah, we're going to do that in October, actually. I, I put in for the time off. Oh, yeah? And, yeah, we're going to do that. That's awesome. Now that my daughter, who loved Sesame Street, is over Sesame Street <laughs> and doesn't want to watch it with her brother, who is the right age, and now doesn't get to watch it because sister doesn't want to watch it. You know what they do want to watch is fucking Blippy. Oh, fuck that. Fucking Blippy. Okay, if, if you... Uh, have kids? Yeah, I do. Uh, who who are of an age to watch Blippy? Please don't. We um, he's got a, a cartoon on Netflix now. Yeah. Um, Milo's like, hey, I want to watch this, and I was like, no, you're not going to. We're done with that. No, and let me show you this video on the internet as to why you're not going to watch that. Yeah, it's kind of creepy, at best. <sighs> Have we t have we talked about Blippy on the show before? I can't remember. Cause... I feel like we glossed over Blippy and his uh, his shit exploits. Blippy Blippy fucking sucks. Even if you don't take into account the shit he did before he was Blippy. Yeah. 
because there there is no discernible educational value to Blippy. No. It's just a guy walking around acting like a dipshit. Yeah. And commenting on things that are around him. Yeah. Uh, he kind of strikes me as the same as, uh, who's that guy that fucked his cat? Shane Dawson, allegedly? Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Probably probably take two. That's a two-man job. Uh, well, Unless it was a sick cat. I think it was, honestly. Allegedly. But also, <laughs> Blippy used to be a a jackass ripoff uh, internet person uh, known as, uh, what was it, like Stevie Grossman. Yeah, something like that. Steezy Grossman, whose most popular video of all time was a video of him uh, doing the Harlem Shake uh, naked and shitting on his friend, like full-on diarrhea shitting on his friend. Yeah, that sounds right. Now, (laughs) there was an interview conducted uh, within the last few years after Blippi had become Blippi. Where he was basically like, yes, I was I was young and stupid, and that was a long time ago, and and you know I, I regret doing that kind of thing. But the thing is, like if you look at the timeline, the time between him being Steezy Grossman shitting on his friend while he's naked in a bathroom, and him becoming Blippy is less than one year. Yeah, at at most it is a year. That is not a long time. Like, that's like Marjorie Taylor Greene sitting in a courtroom last couple months ago and saying she doesn't recall what happened in January of 2021. I mean, I barely do, but I feel like that's just because we drink a lot on this show. I mean, that's possible. Um, Hey, if you're a Langhorn, if you can uh, talk the family into a 40-minute drive, you can go to Tired Hands. Hmm. And you can go to this, the, either the Fermentaria or their their other spot, which is uh, Saint Owners. So yeah, Tired Hands is cool, I guess. I mean, the problem with that is that the guy that used to run it was in the whole um, situation with Rat Magnet a few a few months ago, hmm. and he's a complete asshole. But the beer is good. See, I feel like there's a lot of assholes in beer, which I isn't surprising. It should just be barley and hops, some water. <laughs> Yes, it's it's beer and assholes and hot dogs. Mortalis really has to stop with the adjuncts. When they, when they threw the assholes in there, that was too much. That was a bridge too far. You know what hot dogs are? Hot dogs. Lips and assholes. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Hair and fleas and teeth and corn and rice and pus and eyeballs. Hmm. And nothing but trouble. Yes. So, yeah, there's... Uh, a plethora of good breweries in Pennsylvania. Uh, you're too far away from the one I really wanted to send you to, which was Pilger Ruh. Uh, that is, What's up, uh, Pilger Ruh? That is outside of uh, Williams to, uh, Williamstown, kind of in the uh, the beautiful Lehigh Valley. What's up, Lehigh Valley? We, uh, we heart you. Shout out to Easton. Shout out to Allentown, Bethlehem, all our, all our friends in the Lehigh Valley. Allentown, one of my favorite Billy Joel songs. Yeah, they fucking hate that. Um, <laughs> yeah, all, I mean, all of that, like northern to central PA, it's good people there most of the time. Shout out to my friends in Cowdy. What's up, Cowdy? Cowdy, which I thought was a person downloading our show for a long time until I realized it was me. Yeah, it's you. 
It's our, it's our data uh, center. That, that, that's the VPN yeah. working on us there. Yeah, that's that's Countersport data, data center. Yeah. That that was a uh, a real awakening. Yep. I've been to Cowdy. Like, that's farm like, roads to get there. Like, goddamn, Countersport really likes us. No. That, that That's weird that they downloaded it at exactly the same time I did from the office. Oh. 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 Yeah, oh, that's me, Kenneth. That was me. So that was me. So yeah, the uh, double chocolate milk stout from Lancaster Brewing. We celebrate everything about Pennsylvania. Uh, if you get the chance, I don't know how long are you spending in uh, in Langhorn. Uh, probably a day, ah. like an overnight. It's like an overnight, and then coming back. Yeah, I was gonna say if you make it to Philly, go walk around the Magic Garden. Hmm. It is super cool. The Magic Garden, I think I've talked about it on the show before. It's uh it's all mosaics mm-hmm. that the guy made. So he, I like mosaic. He took an entire building and turned it into mosaic. Hmm. Including a courtyard. It's wild. There's like bottles and toilets and stuff all in the mosaic. It's really cool. Well, that's fun. And then he can uh walk down the street to my favorite anarchist bookstore. Um and then stop t- stop at tattooed moms for for lunch. It's a whole day. Now, does the anarchist uh, bookstore accept money? Yes. Fucking sellouts. But they put it toward anarchist causes because it's it's uh, a lot of it goes toward Antifa. So you gotta love it. Okay. I'm 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 just I'm I'm currently browsing uh, my Magic Kingdom uh, guidebook. Yeah. From I think this is from like 1989. 1989. This is this is when they used to actually have like little blurbs about the attractions and Sound stuff. Of the funky drummer. Here, here's the one for the uh, the haunted mansion from 1989. Yo, this shit Come- creepy. <laughs> yo, yo, <laughs> yes, it starts. Yo. Come face to face with 999 happy ghosts, ghouls, and goblins in a frightfully funny adventure. Mm. That yeah. was fun. That was uh, much ado, eh? Yeah, much ado about nothing. Isn't that like a, a pun on, on fucking? Is, mm-hmm. that, is that what I know about? I don't know. Here's the thing. I'm an English minor, but I was an English minor in uh, pop culture and film. So I don't really get down with like classic literature because I like to read, but that's uh, that. I have ADHD, so that, that shit boring. So I don't know anything about about Shakespeare. It's an admission about me. It's, Things I've never uh, read. The Bible, Shakespeare. Shampoo what's your favorite Bible passage? Uh, Austin three sixteen. No, I uh, I I can't really pick one. You know, it's just the whole thing is so inspirational to me. I mean, it's good. You know, I say the Art of the Deal is my second favorite book after the Bible. It's the the Bible, and then there's uh. Uncle John's bathroom joke book treasury, and then the Bible, and then mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, Ball Four, I think is another good one, mm. uh, and then uh, and then the Firm by John Grisham. Those are my favorite books. Yeah, the the Firm and uh, um, that one. Um, God, it, it would have been kind of funny if I remembered the name of the book, Infinite Jest. Yeah. Do you know yeah. how many times I've started to read Infinite Jest? Uh, probably about as many times as my dad has. I think I'm on like 13 now. Wow. 
See, my dad made it through House of Leaves. Okay. And he did not make it through Infinite yeah. Jest. So my brother did Infinite Summer a few years mm-hmm. ago, and he was mm-hmm. able to get through it. My bright idea was, I'm going to sit in the sun on a cruise and try to read Infinite Jest. Mm. Now, in my defense, it was on a Kindle, so I didn't have to worry about carrying that fucking brick around with me. Um, sure. But it's very good. What I've read, I enjoyed. I just, it's a commitment that I can't commit to. Hmm. Like, you know me. I have a hard time with commitment. So, yeah. so like. You're half a Momo. That's like, a lot. You can't do it. I can't, I'm, I'm, I, I got, I got a lot of, I can't stand watching anything over 21 minutes. So a 700 page book with footnotes is going to be a hard, hard road for me. You know what? Like sometimes when I'm sitting there trying to decide what to watch, uh, of an evening. Yeah. Um, that is the main criterion, uh, by which I decide things It's running time. Runtime. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, like the other night I, uh, I put on 2001 maniacs and I, even though it's barely an hour and a half, I think if I remember correctly, I still didn't finish it the first night. Yeah. No, you got to take the first 25 minutes out cause it's all that boring exposition where you introduce the, the characters that you know are going to get chopped to bits in the next 35 minutes. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Here's the I thing. Heard, Exploitation well, well, films had to be a hundred and a hundred and ten minutes or so somewhere around there, just so mm-hmm. they were a feature. Or I mean no, it's yeah. probably more like eighty six. So like but they only had thirty five minutes of movies. So like they had to put in another fifty minutes of God knows what. And most of the time it's not worth watching. There's just that thirty five minutes in there where you're like, fuck me, this is amazing. But you know, it's it's the rest of it is all like the the, the bubble wrap and silica gel of film. Yeah, there there was something that I was watching recently. I, I I wish I could remember what it was, but like I just straight up fast forwarded through part of a horror movie recently because yeah. I was just like, okay, let, 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 let's, let's get the stuff. I mean, it does make you feel a bit of a ghoul just to fast forward to the kills. Like I, I'm not that person, but that's kind of what I was doing. If I'm being perfectly yeah. honest, yeah, but like. That first 20 minutes where they're just driving the car and talking about whatever, you know, great things they have planned that clearly aren't going to happen because it's, you know, wrong turn 17. Like, Yeah, yeah I, it might have been Random Acts of Violence. I mean, that, the, the it, Jay Baruchel movie. So it, it says what you're going to get right on the tin. So why are we wasting our time? Right. You know, it's like waiting for the guy to deliver the pizza. Yeah. I know that his dick is in the box. Like, <laughs> so what? What happened? Let's next? just cut to the gape shot. What like, happened next? He he fixed the cable. Yes. Let's not be <laughs> fatuous, Jeffrey. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. So that's where I'm at anymore, and I'm I'm glad to hear, glad and, and not so much glad to hear that that you are in the same boat at this point, where you really only have about 25 minutes that you can spend watching anything. I started watching uh, Hot Tension last yeah. night and fell asleep immediately. Well, yeah, because that one, it's right there in the title. Like, it, it ratchets up. Yeah. But she's a slow burn. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I heard there's a part where a person fucks a severed head. Yeah, that sounds right. And, I yeah, that's the thing I need to see. I feel like the sadness is what you need to watch. Oh, and that one is yeah, 
Yeah, the sadness, I was talking to somebody about it, and they were like, you know, I had high hopes, but it's not quite as bad as Serbian film. So I was like, oh, okay. Oh. All right. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not quite as bad as a Serbian film. Yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah. I mean, the sadness is one that has walked a bunch of people at every festival it's played. Um, well, if it if it's being compared to a Serbian film, I could imagine why. Our friend Jill Six absolutely loves it, and she was recommending it to everybody she knew. So, by the way, have you watched that yet? The stylist. Uh that one's on Shutter. I'm Shutter, sure, right? Well, yeah, I, I haven't yet, but I I will. Boy, howdy, is that a good one? Um, so here's the thing I will tell you. Yeah. Um, best of B horror on yeah. Instagram. Okay is a great follow yeah um i sent you the compilation that they put together a while back that was fun um set to the tunes of people who died yeah um which apparently was an et i don't remember that yeah yeah it is do you remember what part uh when et dies (laughs) yes okay here's the fun thing about that song though (laughs) like i have it on a playlist uh on my phone yeah that uh also contains like songs from turning red and um and canto and and uh, you know songs that my kids like so now i'll be driving my kids to daycare and people who died will come on and it'll get to the chorus and i'll just hear behind me my kids going died died (laughs) died died it is a catchy song. It's very catchy. It's like, uh, yeah, you, you, you yeah, this is still cute for, for dad. Like, don't tell mom that you sing along to this song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, basically the, they, they put together that compilation with all these, uh, death scenes from horror movies, uh, set to that song. And it's like basically become, uh something of a checklist for me to like go check out these movies so like um because of that video i have ooh that was a nice little thing um because of that movie i've watched uh the intruder uh-huh. or sorry just intruder uh-huh. uh random acts of violence funhouse massacre the editor uh what keeps you will no sorry what keeps you alive i think was something else uh popcorn uh nights of bad astem Popcorn inbred and 2001 maniacs. Um, there's a lot of great kills in that compilation. I dropped my phone. Um, and I would highly recommend everybody check out uh, best of B horror on Instagram. I don't know these people. I don't owe them anything. That's just a, if you're a horror fan and you like seeing, you know, death scenes from horror movies, check it out that that's basically what they post is cool kill scenes from from horror movies nice and uh <laughs> they're also now on instagram i was subscriber number 17 so oh hey that's fun yeah yeah uh go subscribe to uh both of those things in a big bad way because it's fun yeah who doesn't love the gore scenes in horror movies that's what they're there for right and also, shout out to the stylist and Jill Six, because Jill's amazing, and that's yeah. a really fun movie. Um, What's, like, a, a horror movie that you couldn't, like, make it through? I don't know that there is one. Yeah? I've toughed it out through a lot of stuff. I mean, 
Let's not forget, part of my job is to actually watch a bunch of horror movies for a film festival. So I'm kind of like pot committed on a lot of these things. Well, sure. So I, it's hard for me to punch out. There, Yeah. But there's nothing that's really gotten to me where I'm like, I can't finish watching this. For me, it was House of the Devil. Okay. See, I love that movie. It's so fucking boring. Really? Nothing happens for 80 minutes. Oh, I, yeah. Like boring movies? Yeah. I thought you meant like content wise. <laughs> Well, no, I just meant in general, like, you know, a horror movie <laughs> that you can't make it through. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, yeah, I, those are uh, a dime a dozen. I'd be here all night talking about those. Fair enough. I mean, I usually fight through, like, like I've watched The Room like seven or eight times. Yeah. Like, I can make it through some shit, but for, for whatever reason, the, the House of the Devil, like, there's 90 minutes of that fucking movie where it's just a girl walking around a house looking scared. See, I thought it was it was good. It built tension for me. There's a difference between building tension and just not doing anything for a protracted amount of time. So, like, uh, her friend gets shot in the face, like, 12 minutes into that movie and yeah. then nothing happens until the very end. Right. I mean, that's an old school exploitation movie, like the structure of it. Okay. But basically I, I fast forwarded through the middle hour of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> until the last five minutes where something actually happens. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you night of the strangler was a difficult okay. one for me to get through. Mm. That one was tough. Um, Slaughterhouse is not one of my favorites. It gets better toward the end, but it's tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Night of the Strangler, I, I, I think, is the one most recently where I've been like, why am I doing this to myself? There's been a lot of stuff recently where, like, I start watching it and then I just pass out on the couch. I mean, yeah. That happens so, like, most times. Like, I was watching uh, the most recent Joe Bob yeah. uh, one. Which one uh, did you pass well, out in? Uh, the most recent one. What was like Slaughterhouse or something like that? Oh no, that you know, there was Slaughterhouse and uh, what was with Slaughterhouse the other night? That was two weeks ago now because I think this past week was uh, no that, that I'm thinking the wrong week because it was the baby and um, oh Freak Maker was this week. Mm. Okay, well it, it was the the Slaughterhouse one. <laughs> I watched. Mm, possibly 25 minutes of that one and, and yeah. fell asleep. the next thing i knew the television was off and it was five in the morning yeah that's so i went upstairs a lot of times that's how i end up watching joe bob mm. but i usually come back and watch it all of that to say i've got to go back and watch that one i, I was watching stuff that uh was covered in 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 that video yeah um because like here's here's what i'll say um like intruder was a lot of fun right have you ever seen that one yeah oh okay it is fun and uh, have you have you watched uh any of the other ones that i uh i don't remember off the top of my head because i don't know which ones you've told me to watch it's been a lot well what make what what keeps you alive is very yeah. good uh especially in in this pride month of Jul june yeah i have not watched that one yet oh that's good it's a, a good bit of queer horror cool um i like that there's a, a documentary coming out soon with some people I know in it that nice. it's going to be fun on Shutter, I think. We'll see. I don't know how it's all working out. There's a bunch of weird political stuff around it, but yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I think my friend BJ, BJ Colangelo, um, mm -hmm. pops up in there, and BJ is awesome. Uh, and uh, Knights, think, Knights of Badassdom. Yeah. That I've seen. That one, uh, they did a whole thing at Comic-Con, and then I saw it afterward. Mm. Um. 
yeah, I think my friend Andrew Andrew Scott Bell is going to do the the music for the queer horror documentary too, unless that's Ooh. changed. Andrew that's is is awesome. Um, yeah. Are you watching Joe Bob now? Uh, I, I mean, I'm falling asleep to it. Yeah, I mean that's part of how it goes sometimes. Um, I mean, I'm I'm trying to. Uh, how like I, I'm. Here's the thing: like horror movies are comfort food for me. Yeah. Like. Unless it's a, a possession movie or like a haunted house type deal, yeah. Like I fucking love like slasher type shit, yeah. And like really, really gory, over the top uh, horror movies. Like I, those are my bread and butter, right? Um, whereas like the supernatural shit kind of like yeah. you know skeeves me out a little bit. Like it's not it's not great for me to go to sleep to, right? Um, like Jess and I have been watching uh, Yellow Jackets, yeah, and. Um, uh, there was an episode where one of the characters, like their grand, uh, there was a flashback scene where one of the main characters, like grandmothers died and she was like talking about how she was seeing like this guy with no eyes and like the little girl looked in and saw the guy for half a second. And then that night I had a nightmare for like the first time in like seven or eight years and like Jess woke me up because I was literally punching my pillow. <laughs> um, so yeah, like that's the kind of shit I try, I try to shy away from because I don't need to like you know punch my wife in the middle of the night. Understandable. So, but like slasher stuff, it's yeah. it's just dumb fun. So that's what I've been uh, going for a lot is is a lot of that really. I love the the creativity in the kills and and the gore. Yeah. Um, have you gone back and watched Slumber Party Massacre too? I haven't watched two. I I, I did watch one a while back. I've, I've got to get to two. Oh boy, two is fun. Yeah. No, I know. He he he's playing a giant drill guitar. Yeah. Do you know who the guy playing the giant gr- drill guitar is? Uh, I forget from when I watched the Kill Count on the Dead Meat uh, channel on YouTube. He is the heir apparent to the uh, Little Caesar's fortune. Oh, that, really? So the yeah. son of the the guy who paid for Rosa Parks's uh, apartment. Yep, Mike Illich's kid. That's fun. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh boy. I think this is good. I think we we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, we're <laughs> coming up on two hours. Yeah, well, an hour and forty. We did we did twenty minutes of pre show that'll never see the light of day. Never, ever, ever. Yeah. Um, so, hey everybody, it's your pal McKenneth talking here. We want to thank you all for listening and, uh, encourage you to check out the other podcasts on the Lunch Door Podcast Network. We've got the archives of the Mind of Magnus and maybe, or maybe not, there will be some new ones coming out sometime soon. I think there are. We're, we're in conversations to, to restart the Mind of Magnus. Preliminary talks are in progress. Yep. We've got Caleb versus Self. We've got the Anomaly podcast. Uh, the Anomaly, Anomaly presents. presents podcast is what I should have said. We, we are just about to launch a double theme month. We, oh. are, we are heading into Denise Richards' Dinosaur Month. Ooh. Um, we've got Tammy and the T-Rex. We've got Drop Dead Gorgeous. And we've got the Velocipaster all coming Ooh. soon. They're all in the pipe, all in the can, ready for you, coming soon. <laughs> Um, we've got Mimosas with my besties, which should be posting a new episode at some point. The next season is starting very soon. 
We've got the Beer Review Journal, which obviously you're listening to. You're soaking in it. We've got some old episodes of uh, Interstate Wrestling Podcast and Intercontinental Wrestling Podcast. We've got... Um, We've got Punches, and, Punches popcorn. and Popcorn. The new episode of that is coming out soon. We actually have two in the can. We've got... Um, actually, no, I'm just... I'm sorry, just the one. Dirty Ho is coming out soon. Ooh. Dirty Ho. Not what you think, McKenneth. Um, no. And of course, we saved the best for last. Food About Town. That's got Chris Lindstrom. Our boy Stromy. Part of the Lunch Door. No, not Lunch Door. Part of the Beer Review Journal Five Timers Club. Yeah, the possibly the only member at this point. He is the only member of the yeah. Five Timers Club. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you and I are part of the uh, 55th That's right. Members Club. That's 55 right. Members Club. Chris has almost been um, on 10% of our shows. This is true. So, yeah, please listen to, to Food About Town and the rest of the, the Lunch at Our Podcast Network shows. Uh, coming soon, I think next week probably, or the week after, it's the Lunch at Our Super Show. We're, uh, we're doing a beer show with everybody from the Lunch at Our Network. Uh, talking yeah, about much. the Genesee Brewery uh, in their summer Kolsch lineup, the Ruby Red and the Pineapple Kolsch. Uh, cases of that are, are currently chilling at, at uh, Casa de Stromi now. Um, yeah. We just have to pick them up and distribute them. And then yeah. uh, just just in time for those to disappear from the shelves. We're going to do that. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be like a postmortem. We'll call it that way. Yeah. They won't disappear from the shelves. They'll be around all summer. Oh, yeah. I, I think Oktoberfest doesn't come out until the end of July. So that's fair enough. You know, because it's October yeah. at that point. Well, September. Uh, I would German Oktoberfest so. is September. I hear you, nerds. Shut the fuck up. Um, um, actually, you know what? Shove that sausage down your gullet. Put that dress uh, on your tamale. Now you got Dolly tamale. Uh, yeah. So this has been the, uh, wait, 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 the beer wait, review wait, journal wait. at beer review journal. Wah, 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 wah. All the, uh, the socials beer review JNL somewhere, beer review journal, at other beer places. review JNL on Twitter at beer review journal on Instagram. He's at McKenneth blue. I'm at Matt. Nuts. At, at, dreaded, at Matt. dreaded Matt. And those are exactly backwards. Um, but the other thing I will say is we want to thank Erling for the use of their song. I feel good as the intro and outro of our show because I haven't said that in months. That's true, but uh, months. Credit where credit is due. Also, thank you to Duclaw for the uh, the lovely beers we've sampled tonight and Lancaster Brewing Company and to the lovely Mrs. Blue for su- supplying them. Uh, just as the wind beneath our wings tonight. Which is a song that was not on that fucking ballad playlist. Anyway. These broken wings. Mr. 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 And learn to fly again. Yes. Um, we would also like to take a moment, a brief moment, to remind you to try everything. Even rock and a piss five times in an hour. I'm, I'm about to go rock one, Matt. Okay, we love you. See you next time. Bye. Bye. I'm an important British actor. This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. We hope you have enjoyed. Cheerio!